practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Calling out to Dr. Distress. Distressed. Dr. Distress, so... Did you ever see Dr. Detroit, that movie with Dan Aykroyd? I have. I feel I have. like I've that was it. a movie of your youth. E, not as much as you'd think. No. It didn't make the tape collection. That's what I I'm wondering. I see it on USA. <laughs> okay. I've never seen it. I like it because it's kind of weird superhero-y. Kind of. I use that loosely. He's a pimp with a metal hand. (laughs) Go on. So Dan Aykroyd is like a nerdy sort of like MIT or like Ivy League college professor. I forget how he gets entangled with this cadre of attractive 80s prostitutes. Uh Uh-huh. But they need his help. To save them from their e- this evil pimp, who plays so the create- who, who plays the evil pimp? Sorry, uh, I don't remember. Like eighties character actor B. Uh, so he creates Doctor Detroit, who's this sort of like nefarious evil scientist super pimp. Yeah, and that's where it's where it goes. That's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Fact, I, I, I feel like it, I feel like the actual movie tapers on in the same way your description did. Is it one of those? Uh, you, is it like a Spies Like Us where it's like, where where are we? Or no, better example like Stripes where it's like, this is great. And then all of a sudden you're like, what am, am I watching the same movie? It's more streamlined. It's less chunky. It's less chunky like those 80s like Stripes where the beginning's good and the end's kind of slow. Or Caddyshack, where there are like parts that are really good and other parts that are just don't make sense. Right. Really. Uh, this is more fluid. It's just, it's not as bad as the Dan Aykroyd Gene Hackman vehicle that we watched. Gene Hackman, Dan Aykroyd, Christmas of the Cranks. Wait, which one? It was in the. I never. We started watching. I don't think we finished it. It's like a buddy comedy cop movie. Gene Hackman drives a Winnebago and wears a like a leather. Redskins jacket. What? And Dan Aykroyd is it sneakers? No, Dan Aykroyd is a schizophrenic. Dream Team? No, no. You and I, you and I watched this. Loose and reckless, or something. something. (laughs) Sounds about right. Uh, It's terrible because you know we all know Dan Aykroyd for his uh, killer impressions, right? Sure. Chicago guy and then other Chicago no, guy. No, he just does like Popeye voice and Bugs Bunny voice. Like, oh god, his schizophrenic is the most crappy. Like, so it's Dan Aykroyd doing really bad impressions, not within his skill set. Oh, because uh, because like the the unresearched actor just went. This is a schizophrenic. They do silly voices, and they I needed Michael Winslow, and they didn't get him. He wasn't born yet. <laughs> when was Michael so Michael Winslow is actually he has one of those like not degenerative but like regenerative so he actually ages he gets younger he gets older young <laughs> <laughs> right so if Michael Winslow was actually born in no he couldn't have been born in 1991 yeah it's like the curious life of Dr. Bean or whatever it was <laughs> Benjamin the Button adult. disease yeah ah, Button that's what it was yeah. Did, uh, we, did we start the podcast? Uh, well, now, now we Casey'll intro it because <laughs> we just we just because uh, hey. we went into our Doctor Detroit 
Where he went in an uh, avenue I didn't expect. If we, you we didn't already know, you're listening to a, the Jerk Practice podcast with what, me, uh, Casey, and uh, Hans Henning. Yes, we're back. First of the new year with the all the bad dudes. Back in full force. 80s <laughs> video game. Side-scrolling, baby. Together again. Are you a bad enough dude to save the president? Do you think uh, yes. what what jerk offs came up with that title and like the, the concept for the game? I don't mean to call them jerk offs, but like <laughs> like who like all right, actually Wozniak. I like the game a lot. What are you talking about now? A game but, called Bad Dudes. There's a literal game called Bad Dudes. It's a side scroller where you play two dudes in stonewashed <laughs> jeans and those tank tops with the. The, the the arm loops that are too low that tuck right in the jeans. So you're the Barbarian Brothers. You're the Barbarian Basically. Brothers. You pick up various like weapons. Like you can pick up a nunchuck. You can pick up like a brass knuckle. Am I getting yeah. these mixed F- up? Right. No, it's like a. It's not like Double Dragon where you can kind of go uh, upstage and downstage. It's straight up. Side, side scroller. Oh, you can You're only on the back go of a semi. All right. You can only go left and right. No okay. depth. No depth. That's what I was getting no mixed depth. up. But all right, so the game is fine. I remember playing it, uh, or I know I played it. I guess I'm getting it mixed up with some others. But then at the end, did they just like? Are they just so tired? Like you and I were talking about last podcast with like, um, just working so hard on your side scrolly and your background that they just went. Well, what's it called, fellas? Just go. <sighs> Bad dudes? bad dudes? These are bad dudes? A couple bad dudes? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, give it some pizzazz. Or is, has the word dude just become blasé now? Where back uh, then, that was like the hippest word you could use. Right. They're yeah, bad dudes. For all the children listening, dude used to mean motherfucker. Really? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> We're talking about it like cowboys that used to be women would faint if you said dude in front of them. <laughs> Right. Let me let me ask you fellas if like, you ever heard this when dude was popular and somebody and, would And like back then like you suck used to be the worst thing. You yeah. suck. Kiss my butt. And yeah, you used right? to go yeah, no. You're awesome. Not. And that was the ultimate diss. Remember those days? The not was heavy diss. Those were be- good day better days. <laughs> but did you ever hear when you called someone dude they'd be like don't call me dude because dude is actually the hair on a horse's butt. Am I the only one that's ever heard that or used it a lot for a long only time? Y- you hung out with the f- one farmer who doesn't know that dude isn't actually horse butt hair. <laughs> You're just misinformed. <laughs> Do you think dude is... I'll, I'll look up and see if dude is actually horse butt hair. But <laughs> I, I mean, why would there be a specific like name for horse butt hair? Well, then is dude ranch just horse butt hair ranch? I, I like what is the is is horse butt hair a positive or a negative? Like if they have long, stringy, like beautiful golden <laughs> hair coming off their butt cheeks, is that like a good steed? Or is it like that scampy old nag that just has like that Ren and Stimpy, like sort of buzzy in sections, like flies around like the dude? <laughs> it's like a, a hipster horse with long and back, the most luxurious hair. Thank, off his butt. Thank you for bringing that. So I was telling him. So you're saying long hair off both cheeks, like cascading mm. down like yeah, a waterfall? like two ponytails. Shave Shave and then the, the, the tail in the middle. It's a new mythical beast for D&D. The dude. <laughs> That's one. Smokes a lot of weed. 
<laughs> drinks white Russians. That's one thing I could. I don't know if you guys agree with me. If I could stand to hear like somebody complimenting another guy, like or two. Or this was like when I was behind the bar. Like they'd come up and be like, "I'll have this," and this is the dude over here, man. What's the dude gonna have? It's like I'm gonna <laughs> fucking sw- make him swallow my boot. I'm gonna swallow my own boot. <laughs> Like fall in, down a set of stairs. In reference to the movie, you can't do that anymore after Big Lebowski came out. That it's in reference to the movie. Oh, okay. Like, like that's just like you know. That's... If you're gonna quote movies, make sure they're obscure enough to make you look sad. That's my opinion. If you're gonna quote a movie, yeah. quote Doctor Detroit because they're gonna yes. go, "Why have you seen that movie more than?" Or once? rude and reckless. Yeah, <laughs> loose and lurid. But What's that like, movie from? Uh, it's an 80s Gene Hackman comedy. Go away. Go away. <laughs> like if someone doesn't say go away. Exactly. So if you're going to do that, I'm giving you the rights. But if you're going to quote Anchorman, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I agreed. I, yeah, right? I mean, unless you're going to do I mean, it. I don't care. I mean, if you like Unless the movie, you're going to do, do it. it now. Starting today. <laughs> yes. I see. I see. Go that right Austin into Austin Powers. It. You can do that today because no one will know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so let me tell you this, though. Statute I was of limitations is up on that one. So that means it's yeah. cool enough. It's hipster enough to yeah, start again. Totally. I was at physical therapy last week and Not no joke in exactly what we were talking about. I got a hard like I like no one like everybody's about to see it this weekend. Um, what's that movie with Zach Galifianakis? Is it a big indie one? No, it was it a, The big, Hangover. The fourth? Yes. Fourth? They're doing more? No, no, no. He, as if we were going to see Hangover 1 this weekend, but he's already seen it. He's like, you know, it's like uh, we're all a one-man wolf pack and this and this and like quoted that whole thing. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard like a hard Zach yeah. Galifianakis Hangover quote in a while. And it was one of those no. things. I couldn't. Like, I liked, I mean, and again, like. Yeah, I sound shitty and judgy, like, mm-hmm. uh, quote movies you like. I don't care. Like, do your thing. But, like, and I want to, we've already discussed, like, not wanting to be in silence. And I want people to like me. And I also just want to be part of, a like, a happy community and jovial. I couldn't even yeah. muster, like, a <laughs> So I just had this in silence, <laughs> just waiting, hoping the next thing would move on. And it did. It moved on to Joe Coy. <laughs> 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 you don't know Joe Joe Coy is um I think he's Cambodian. He's a comedian, stand up like LA comedian. Very like I don't live in LA, Hans. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very Dane Cookie and like of that time popular, gotcha. very popular comedian. Another reference that the statute is open. Do Dane Cook. Do Joe Coy's Dane Cook do and some, Joe Coy's Cook and Coy's Christ checks, bring that back. Who? Christ. I don't know. There was that joke he does. So, and someone made it to me when Dane Cook was popular. And I was like, that's just Dane Cook joke. Like, that joke just came out. You can't pretend like, <laughs> I just got, you know, like Christ checks and Jesus on the box. And I was like, you're doing his bits. I got, but I'll it's admit, not, I, when I was. um was that thing you did with the, what was it like the anti-middle finger where we would put every finger up except the middle one? And that was his. The shocker. That's the shocker, baby. But he called it. It's the shocker oh, because yeah, the triple guys are gross. Mm. But he called it something else, right? He didn't call it the shocker. That was like his crew. But really, it just oh, means fucking gross. Because he have a thumb. I think. Oh, we're to describe it, right? You want to describe it, Henning? It's gross even looking at it because I know. 
like it's I like just hung it. out with too many people and was one of those guys where I was like one in the stink and two in the pink <laughs> and that's disgusting. <laughs> we should all the entire male um population should be burned as on the Christ well, As of inauguration that's on and, and it found that's on the way new into dollar. Many a jerk practice sketch. Was it in a jerk as, practice? Yes, it probably was. Of course it was. Only to make the character a scumbag. Yeah, satirically. Yeah. Um, to describe it, it's, it's what, ring finger? Hand. You're ring putting f- down your ring finger and leaving other, the other fingers up so it looks like a broken lobster claw. Ooh, the lobster claw. Yeah. That's mm. a worse description. Hey, um, honey, it's my birthday. You want a lobster claw? It's the shocker mudra. You know what a mudra is? Uh-uh. A mudra is just like when you put your hand in any sort of symbol. Like your fingers actually represent all the elements. So it's like mm. ether. Uh, let's see. Thumb is fire. Pinkies, water. Ring Pinky, is stinky. Eth- Pinkies, the stink. No, ether. <laughs> uh, ether. Uh, they're all there. So when you put them together, you get certain energies. Fire, water, earth. Fire, water, earth. Air. Ether. And they include ether. Space is space the same as ether? Oh, I don't know. Who, I don't know who they is. Don't skepticize my nature <laughs> hand. Ether. Don't give me that catch-all bullshit ether. <laughs> ether is a that is a deprecated paradigm. Did you guys know that Novocaine? <laughs> when you get what did you just say? It was so smart. It literally bounced off of my head. Bye, bye, Meg. <laughs> Happy Hi, birthday, Happy Meg. birthday. Happy birthday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Sorry. It's okay. Give that dog some of that ether. Oh, the pups. Shaggy. Everybody good? Everybody's good. Um, nature, hands. What did you What did you said? <laughs> ether. A deprecated scientific paradigm. It used to yeah. be all, all, the, all the craze, all the, all the rage yeah, before Einstein came along and said, nope. Space-time. There's no I think I would have been as... better as an old-timey scientist. That's well within my my mental capabilities. Like, I could have been pre-Einstein ether scientist. <laughs> Fucking A, yeah. But isn't that just a grease oil salesman? Is that all you're saying? Like, you could have pretended to be a scientist because not enough scientific <laughs> yeah. evidence was there to refute all the crazy shit you would say? They were all just And I'm into the weird magic whatever. shit, so I'd be like, yeah, it's ether. It's like ghosts and stuff. You want yeah. to talk to your mom? You're just a good salesman. You're, you'd be the one putting ghosts behind those creepy family photos, you know, like those daguerreotypes. You'd do the double yeah. exposure of you giving yeah. shockers in the background. <laughs> Science. Um, so, oh, I, I don't. I, we were you were talking about that dude, right? I went to the dude. There's a, a vegan diner. I, this is like really trying to wedge this in, but I, I'm going to forget otherwise. So. <laughs> Just when you think Meg and I went to this vegan diner in Brooklyn called Champs, it's delicious. But it's also mm-hmm. in the you you and I went, Casey. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, and Henny, you and I went to Champs Junior. Mm. So it's like all the junkiest. It's probably worse for you than going to McDonald's. It's like the junkiest of junk food, but it's all vegan, it's vegan and shit. Right. Um, but it's also in the heart of Williamsburg. It's mm-hmm. in it's in the heart of hipster Colorado. So. Mm-hmm. It is like uh, showing up to Thanksgiving dinner. It's like opening up a Christmas gift that you didn't know 
could get any better every time you walk into that <laughs> diner and you don't think you can see a level of hipster that doesn't exist in ex- you worked at Rye Casey so I think you're going to be right on <laughs> the level here yeah, although yeah. Rye was more like um very like I feel like the Rye clientele like is hip but a little more like Sensible. I hate to use the word adult but like adult yes. like and and actually more so th- this this isn't judgmental but uh, of of both sides but more so like Yes, I can still dress like a normal human being and yeah. be um, globally responsible with like the products I buy and this and that. And oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about because the the space next to Rye, God, I'm gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. It used to be called like Stinky Pinkies. <laughs> like basically, it was opened by like uh, a snake oil salesman and a former BMX bike champ. <laughs> yeah, so it's the type of place with like black midget strippers and like. So I know exactly the. I was in the orbit of a yeah, so I walked into this magnet. diner, and sure enough, behind my shoulder, after I sit down, uh, this perfectly eggplanty shaped waiter. No, let me not judge it. Let's just say I turn around. And I go, "Yep, that is what I needed today." Just the most cleanly pressed, beautifully bright, like. He like you couldn't find dyes these rich in this country. Mm-hmm. Western print shirt tucked <laughs> in to the most beautifully dad um fitted Arizona um pea green jeans. Oh good lord. <laughs> okay. Tucked into um wrestling shoes. <laughs> <laughs> The boots that go half halfway up the leg? Uh, no, no, not like professional wrestling shoes, but like high, what high school wrestlers wear with like they're very light and they're very it's, like grippy. It's like a high top crossed with a sock. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a sock with two pads and then laces up to your your ankle. Ugh. Um, belt was just a a, a chain link dog chain <laughs> with a chain wallet going to it. Um, and then the just belt should have been the chain from the wallet if he wanted to up his game. Oh yeah. See, uh, standard hipster size, hipster glasses. I'll give him that standard. He's sticking with, he's going old he's school. Not pushing the envelope. Not pushing on, it. On glasses size. And then the rattiest mullet, but like, like a dude mullet. Like that's where we're getting at. Like, like he didn't, like he tried to cut his hair. Like the a, mullet went mid back. Not a dude, a, a hipster horse mullet like the yeah, the sweet like, horse hair. It swept down, but it was very, very dirty, and it looked like instead of cutting it with scissors, he tried to approximate like how you would cut it, but with like a clipper, like where you would take oh, a like snip, a buzzer? you just go and and buzz that long section of hair off. It was like literally. It was, wow. So it was like purposely badly done. I have to think that's the only way. Because this guy, let me... Make I it guess, look like my barber was drunk. I, I should have prefaced it with... Or make it, it with, look like I don't have a barber. My barber's a, a fucking chimpanzee with a sharp knife. Yeah. I should preface it with... I, well, I didn't preface it, so I'll post if it with... Uh, couldn't, have been the nice, couldn't have been a nicer guy, without a doubt. So that's for to. sure. That's why but, I say... it. it so he wasn't... <laughs> He wasn't like of mental, like he wasn't (laughs) 
A soft Ernie? He wasn't a soft Ernie. Like, so it was like, I think he was just like, give me a... F-. He's doing it right. That's what I want to say. Like, I can't... I shouldn't be judging him because everything he... He's doing the right thing by going into a thrift store or a dumpster. <laughs> uh, and getting... I'm going to say thrift store and... Uh, reusing clothes like that's what we should do there's enough clothes in this certainly in this country that no one should ever have to buy a new article ever again right Mm -hmm. fine do that and if you're going to do that find the craziest yeah items because they're all the same price (laughs) like i don't i don't know um make uh, a belt out of old wallets and then hang chains from it yeah ah it's so amazing you're not judging him you said you started (laughs) you prefaced it already with it was a, it was like a gift. You saw oh, the perfect yes. the perfect the hipster bar none the the If you went to the 1%. Disney World of if Williamsburg was a, a in Disneyland and they had a Williamsburg land, he would be there. That's what you would see. Would, yeah. If someone was he would be paid Mouse. to design a prototypical hipster, <laughs> that would be your costume. I think Meg paid him the greatest compliment when she described him as she's like the jerk practice couldn't have written if the jerk practice said insert hipster character into sketch here, we would aim to get to that and wouldn't match it's it. It's a little – it's subtle. It's subtler than we would have gone. <laughs> yeah, he probably, yeah, because he wouldn't – he wasn't wearing a shirt for pants. Exactly. I was going to say we've shot for the moon with jeans for shirt and shirt for pants. Yeah. And a mullet, a lady wig side saddle. That, there you go. But I mean, that's like that's the name of the game there. Like, like um, the one of the cooks came out and he had classic half head shaved, had half hair down to his shoulder, old clown makeup on. <laughs> yeah, the the lady, the food runner, she had um, black jeans on, but one side was a jean short and the other side was a standard leg. Like it's a <laughs> It's a madhouse. It's a it's the best place to go, but that's insane. Yeah. So take your mothers. Oh, and that's where I was going. I guess like so I get when I hear like the opposition, I'll I'll make it political even though I don't think we lift the raspberry ban till no, next week. So I week. I won't get oh, too hard into it. But I don't see anything <laughs> if I there's let's just say I'm going like 80s John Hughes here. Let's say there's our friend hipster on the one side, and then there's yeah. two pop-up collars, like two of those like Lacoste shirts, one color and one color underneath it, both with pop yeah. collars. Both seem like very um, extreme caricatures, on caricatures of-, of people. And I think I go hipster every time because even yeah. they, even though they maybe conventionally look crazier they're 90 percent nicer they are doing like cooler shit like i was watching obama's farewell address and i won't get political but i did watch that uh actually this morning i don't know if you guys saw it no no not yet i have a tiny segue from that and then that also ties into new york go go you go because this is this can be whenever uh so i was working the bar last night and it was just a shit show for drunk people. And then it took me a second. I was like, Oh college, the college kids are back and haven't started school. Oh, right. So like just drunk, like girls passing out in the ladies room, 
having to get people to take them out. What's the school so, that's in Columbus? Uh, OSU. Okay. the big one. Where I work is honestly almost on – it's on the campus technically. Gotcha. Um, so all this shit's going down and then this just young couple, like young kids, they come in and the, they get food and two Cokes and they're just sweet. They don't need anything. And I just am being like overly protective of them because they're just kind of in this throng of like drunk people – and people being loud and like all they wanted to do was get food and drink their cokes and then go go about the rest of their night. So I'm like trying to like I'm keeping an eye on them, keeping an eye on them. Time passes. They come up and they're like, "Can we pay our check? Do we pay here?" And I was like, "Oh, of course, of course." So I just take the check, take the money, and then they're about to leave and dealing with more drunk people and then the young girl comes up to me and goes, "Um, I have a problem." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." You know, like, did someone fuck with them? Did they, like, what am I going to have to do to make it right for these two kids? Right. And she goes, um, the money I gave you for a tip? And I was like, yeah. She was like, there's something written on it. I didn't write that. I just got back from New York City. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, ah, I'm from New York, whatever. And then forgot all about, like, there's this dollar with something written on it. I was like, oh, it's from New York. It's probably, like, weird, like, this money's poison. Yeah. Like, 58% cocaine or whatever. So I'm, like, counting my money at the end of the night. I pull it out. And on the top, it says, no Obama. And then written kind of down the middle on the side, uh, full on capital N, rancid, hard R at the end, written across Ugh. And I was like, I lived in New York for 10 years. That did not come from New York City. <laughs> Maybe the Upper East Side. I got a lot of those tips. <laughs> they said they, they would wait. They would, they would slide it over and they said, no, no, I'm sorry. I forgot to sign that bill. <laughs> was it on a dollar or? It was on a dollar. Big, bigger do- denomination. It was on a nope, dollar. Sing- dollar bill. Just rip that up, I, I would say. I was going to say, let me ask you this, gentlemen. You, I took a marker. I blotted it out. I was going to say Ashley did. You come into possession. You didn't frame that shit. You so I, you didn't take a picture for the blog. I'll recreate it for you for the icon. What do you call it? Like each one of our blogs gets a. Oh yeah, we have a blog at jerkpractice. What is it? Jerkpractice.com. J. Yeah, I'm not going to spell it. It's at jerkpractice.com. So every blog, the first still image I use in the blog that shows up on Facebook when you post it gives us the thumbnail. So do I have to recreate this dollar bill? Yeah, if you want to write a racial epithet (laughs) on a U.S. currency. Oh, I thought it said Nedry with a hard R. Yeah, as from JP, there was a a T-Rex skull drawn on the other side. Bunch of Nedrys. That seems like uh, (laughs) that seems like. Against smart fat people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Crooked, evil smart fat people. Yeah, fat whites. A, a it's a slur for fat whites. Oh, yeah. Bunch of nedries. Statute of limitations up on, up on that, by the way. So, good call. Good. Shoot good her! Good ref. Yeah. Yes! You're right. I, I, I'm, uh, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, little you didn't say medicine. the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. I hate this hacker shit. <laughs> Was that Sam Jackson? Yeah, it was a good one, right? You couldn't so tell? the New Year fresh. I could be a, a a stereotype of a crazy person in Loose and Lurid or whatever that movie was. I saw somebody posted on Facebook. I saw it this morning. I didn't click on it. 
But I guess to open the Golden Globes, like, Jimmy Fallon, like, leaned hard into his, like, Chris Rock impression. Ooh. Too Mm. hard, I guess. Yes. To the fact that all of the African-American actors and actresses at the Golden Globes watching pained looks on their face of uncomfort. Oh, boy. Is that what Mel, is it like what Mel Gibson's face looked like as he watched Meryl Streep's, Streep, Streep, Strep, (laughs) Meryl Streep's face? Mel Gibson was at the Golden Globes. I was like, what the, he was sitting next to Vince Vaughn. Why is he there? Why not? He directed Hacksaw Ridge. Is that a new movie? Yeah, it's the war movie uh, about the pacifist, uh, Andrew Garfield. And Vince Vaughn was in it. Oh, oh, all right. Well, you guys know more than I do. Are we forgiven? I, is I he, didn't know that. Statute of Limbs is out on Mel? <laughs> I'm giving it to him. It's, he's free. Free to do what he pleases. All right. Did he say he was sorry? I hope not. No, you know what? He doesn't owe an apology. People do dumb shit. He probably did. People I don't know. do stupid shit. He was drunk. Yeah, I forgive him too. But he looked... I'm, I, miss, I miss some... Do you think... All right. Let's, let, me, let me try and give him one. No, why am I going after Mel? And I'm trying to go after him for a different reason. Do you think he had to sign off on that shitty movie with uh, uh, where's Ke- where's Damon Ivory Wayne's from now? Uh, where's oh, Damon Myanmar against that Myanmar Myanmarian? Didn't he? Wasn't he in like a, a a new Lethal Weapon show that tanked? Oh, Ivory uh, oh, Ke- or Damon Dam- Wayans is playing Murtog. Oh, it's not Damon Ivory. It's Damon Wayans, Keenan Ivory. I, he may be a producer. I don't know. Oh, oh I was mixing up Ivories. <laughs> I can't keep him straight. Uh, off of so he, he so him. Yeah, so, yeah, Mel Gibson was there. But not for <laughs> the, 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 the shitty uh, Lethal Weapon series that tanked earlier. No. <laughs> I don't think it Your tanked. I think was, it's succeeding. To... Oh, you think it's is it doing well? I'm just, again, I, out of the loop. Probably. Your question was, did he have to sign off on that? Yeah, did he have to say, cool, I'm cool with it? I don't think he no. has any stake left. He only played weapon. that character. He doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't... Shane Black had to sign off writer. on it. Who? The writer. Shane Black. Shane Black. Shane Black. What else did Shane Black write? Kiss, Last kiss, Boy bang, Scout. Bang. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Iron Man 3. Nice, oh, shit. Nice Guys. That new one with Gosling and uh, Crow that I still haven't seen but need to. Mm. Oh, I heard it's awesome. I heard that was good, too. Uh, Shane Black, huh? Did, is he buddy? a Lethal Weapon 2 guy, 3 and 4? Uh, I believe he's at, for sure, 2. Why not, Probably right? 3 and 4. I, he's probably an executive producer if he didn't write them. Sure. But there for a while, uh, Last Boy Scout was like the highest selling screenplay of all time. It was kind of a shitty movie, though. Did that have Brendan Fraser in it? It had Damon Ivory, Damon Wayans in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damon Ivory Wayans, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Mel Bruce Gibson. Willis. No, my, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I think Fraser was in some 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 with a word Boy Scout in the title. And I'm gonna find it and put it on the blog. The first Boy Scout uh, was a period piece, a goofy one. Was he in uh, that Boy Scout movie with Daniel Stern? <laughs> like up the river yeah <laughs> where he plays a convict like i swear to god somebody went like we who plays the best silly crook 
Stern. Stern had that market cornered for a minute. He's already taken, so then they got to do Frazier. Who else can play a silly crook? I don't know, Brendan Frazier? Maybe he was in Home Alone 3 as the crook. I saw the trailer for Home Alone French 3. Stewart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Close. It was like a knockoff French Stewart. It was Spanish the Pete. French Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish Pete. <laughs> Uh, what, did I have anything to say? I mean, I think it's probably all been said about the Meryl Streep. Did you at least see that acceptance speech? I no. saw that. Yeah, I had a choice between Obama and Streep, and I went Streep. So well, I saw that. Obama's is an hour long, and Streep is six minutes. That was a good choice. Then. <laughs> what yeah, did she I say? I heard it was against Trump, but she didn't reference Trump? She, I think, uh, she... Strong, only strongly implied it. Yeah, she did. I don't think she said the word Trump in there. But She highly complimented him. She basically said Trump deserves the best, biggest Golden Globe of best, all time because he's, he's the best, the best actor. actor ever. Oh. That was the premise of it. Um, well, did she, did she give him the award then? Or did she take <laughs> it home with her? Probably. She took it. She took six minutes for her speech, but my issue she is... She was given the Lifetime Achievement, not a... Not a golden globe, right? right? So she should have she should have given it to Trump then. Yeah, give him his golden achievement. No, he just did one good job. Raspberries all around. (laughs) I was like Streep. I wasn't mentioning the name. But at the end, let me that shall not be named. Let me let me see how you feel about this. At the end, she goes, as my good friend Princess Leia said, Mm -hmm. "You take your heart and make some art." I think I'm paraphrasing. Take your, bro- take your broken heart, make it into art. Take your broken heart, make it into art. Why say Princess Agreed. Leia instead of Carrie Fisher? I thought you were just doing that on no. your, in your own Hansi stream of consciousness. No, no, no. She said Princess said Leia. Princess, why? That's yeah. what I'm saying. That was weird. I don't know. It was weird. I think she honestly, she got so swept up in like her speech and she was making a good point and people were fucking into it except for Mel. Um, <laughs> not into Mel it. Was, Mel gave you a see that shot. He was into it. He was loving it. That shot. He, he looked over and gave a genuine like dad like, huh? Where's the shrimp? Like, um, <laughs> he's but, been at this game a long time. Yeah, he's been. Am I there. bad at reading faces? I thought he was. He looked into it. He. Uh, it's Mel Gibson. He's always on. I think he Mel Gibson's have, like have been drunk. He, he was the best actor there, pretending to be sober on board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Mel Gibson was like There's no Alright I got my fucking foot back in the door At the Goldies But there's no fucking way They put my face on camera mm. So that's why they, When they're panning over And they cut a shot to him And he goes Huh? huh? Me? Me? I didn't even shave <laughs> Cut to Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn They're he, both here He pointed over to Vince Vaughn And said He's the dude man <laughs> Like the horse butts hair. Shut up, uh, Peter Billingsley. Um, what was I going to say? Princess. Oh, I think, I honestly think she got so caught up. Meryl Streep got so caught up in the brevity of her speech. Okay. Brevity means shortness. <laughs> oh, no, not brevity. Of the. Le- levity? I love the look on Henning's face because you, you look for him for confirmation where, where and he's just like. This? The, the importance uh, of more. the speech or the potential importance. It's not levity. Okay. It's not brevity. The, like import? the weight, weight of it. Weightiness. Import, What's a yeah, good, good import? Yeah. I feel like there's a word that sounds like brevity. 
Gravity. Gravity. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, so the import of her speech. Gravity. Put yes. a pin in it, by the way. Um, oh, gravity pinned for Henning. Yes. Uh, that she legitimately, like, like, was like, I'm fucking done. I got this thing. And Carrie Fisher's name, like, just dropped out of her head. So she was like, Princess Leia? Because that's right, my closer. like, fuck, my friend. Fuck, what's her name? I forgot. I'm sorry. You know Princess Leia? <laughs> yeah, she like, couldn't. She's she, like, yeah, she's my great friend. Can you imagine, like, that amazing speech? And then at the end she goes, like my friend. <sighs> Princess Leia, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Leia Organa. <laughs> uh, that's I all I have to say about the speech. Her. People... People are so, like, just looking for a fucking fight. Like, uh, people got very, very offended by that speech. And But, like, why? Why? I, uh, like, just... That's it, my thing is if you're, like, like, hardcore Trump supporter and or just, like, that is not the time or the play. Like, who cares? Do you watch Meryl Streep movies? Are you watching? Do you genuinely enjoy the Golden Globes? Exactly. Because if you're... A dyed-in-the-wool anti-liberal. What the fuck are you doing watching the Golden Fucking Globes? They're watching it for Mel. And they're waiting for him to say something salty. <laughs> vice, Mel for vice pres. Mel that fucking wall. <laughs> Mel. Mel. Uh, what a... Uh, uh, With a ramp on it. So, but, so what happens? The they get irritated by it. It hits the news cycle because of the responses and the tweeting, and now it like yeah. exists, right? If they just uh, would just yeah. go like, I does mm. anybody give a fuck? One second, anybody mm. give a fuck about the Golden Globes and what Meryl Streep says? No, and they just drop it. Doesn't the whole story just kind of drop? Because Hollywood's yes, not going to roll with it and say like Meryl Streep did it. The only re- way they, the only reason they're doing that is because, well, maybe they would have because she really like. Sticks her fucking stink, what's a shocker into the press and gives them a what for? Like, <laughs> let me massage you because she really is like down with them. Hollywood, I, I, I'm going to ask you a genuine question and finish my statement. Like, if you guys could explain that if the Hollywood foreign reporter is like a genuine news source. But so finally, I think like Hollywood foreign press, Hollywood foreign press is like a genuine, like something worth. The, the, that's something reliable. Um, so where was I, before I got to that? I think, I think just, it just drops. The only reason like the news reporters got into it is because the response from the other side, they took the bait. So then they could be like, yeah, yeah fuck you. Of course we're going to say shit whenever we can. Right. I only, I was going to say, I only hear, hear it <clears throat> like three steps removed. I don't hear about the speech. I don't hear about the conservative Trump uh, response to the speech I hear about on on Facebook about people being mad about people being mad about the speech, and that's all I. That's that's the new. That's all the news I get. The reaction yeah. to the reaction to the well, thing it's like, anymore. It's en- it's entertainment for entertainment's sake, and they're allowed to voice their opinions. I don't care. Like, but it's like celebrities. You guys lost. Like, you all lost. Hollywood, you lost. Well, that's a good you point. You tried to get Hillary Clinton elected. You lost. It's over. Like, you're allowed to voice, like, oh, I don't think he's a good president. He's a fucking blowhard dickhead. He's not the president yet. Yeah. But he's like doing dickhead stuff already. Yes, yeah, so call him out for the dickhead stuff. Like, go ahead. Like, 
if that's what you want to do, Meryl Streep, you're given an award for your lifetime of work. You're allowed to say whatever you want. Sure. I personally wouldn't use that second to be like, thank you, I've done a lot of hard work. Like, I don't know. That's just me. I wouldn't use it to be like, get a load of old fucking Blondie who likes the pee-pee games. Like, what a maroon. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> I wish your speech said what a maroon. What a maroon. In the Bugs Bunny voice. I would have. Um, Anyways. But then like, I'm like Henning. It- like, I hear about it second. I didn't watch the Golden Globes. I haven't seen the speech, but I heard like, oh, she storched him. Or like, she crossed <laughs> the line by attacking the... <laughs> The president-elect, it's like, whatever. Just every event is set up as a, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. It's cool that she did that. I don't really care, but there are people who do care greatly and got outraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who were Trump fans, and then there were people on the other side who got outraged at that outrage, and that's, that becomes the story rather than... I, yeah. I don't have to care about it until it becomes so... We're becoming, like, outrage blind and, like... Right, it's a bit tiring. Blind to, like... It's both sides. It's, like, to exalt this speech as if it was, like, I have a dream. Like, you're taking away... Like, it's just she gave a speech about how she doesn't like Trump. Like, don't turn it into, like, this point-by-point takedown of Trump. And also, like... Don't take it as a fucking outrage. Like, I don't believe it's an outrage. Like, you're overusing yeah. these two extremes and, like, it's burning and out that part of my brain. And also, if you're not on one side or the other being outraged, you kind of don't matter anymore. I think... Yes. Yeah. The- I think it black and white... I think it makes... Uh, uh, I think it makes our decision-making easier when something like this happens. Like... So yes. I don't. It's not new. It's mm. remember when Marlon Brando didn't accept his award uh, on behalf of, uh, or he had a Native American accept his award on behalf. Oh yeah, for the AIM movement. Yeah, for the AIM movement. Uh, I'm. I feel bad. I forget. I think the gentleman's name, but and fucking John Wayne lost his mind. It was a woman. Okay, a woman. Oh, a woman accepted it, and that was the story. Is that John Wayne was behind backstage, and he like wanted to carry this woman off the stage which is befitting for uh, john wayne as the grossy cowboy who kills all the indians like who cares john wayne go fuck yourself so but what this what something like this does is it says uh i know hollywood i know i know movies and actresses uh i know there's left and right and now this just made it easy otherwise i have to go to like a news source, read an article about something that's potentially complicated and get outraged over that. If this way it just yeah. says, Trump's a butthole, and then Trump tweets back, yeah. no, you're a butthole. And then I can go, I'm with him, buttholes, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. easy peasy. Now I don't have to read The Guardian today. I'm no, outraged exactly. about this. Like, uh, Facebook so has true. allowed so us true. to all just <laughs> toss it off. Instead of actually doing something about it, I can... Post something about how, like I, you said, I think Donald Trump is a butthole. <laughs> and then I get to put my hands behind my head and lean back and go, I did my part. Like And that. then just fuck Retweet off. Retweet that. My duty. Exactly. And the same for Streep. Like, she gave that speech. It's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, did my part. Lifetime Achievement Award. 
said Trump was a butthole. So, all right, so we have to make a pact that the first one of us that meets Trump or is in front of a camera with Trump has to say, I like this dude, and then give a wink to the next camera, and we'll know it's horse's butt, butt hair, butthole hair. <laughs> <laughs> to us, yeah. Yeah, we'll got him. you. Yeah, don't you. you. Wanna, don't you want to do the stink hand instead? That's I way. am too afraid of uh, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Where they'll be giving you the stink hand every day. Oh, yeah. That's and by stink hand, it's a fucking tube up your butt with food in it. <laughs> you said tuba. Like, that's the new form of torture. They just blow nice... They put vi- your butt in a t- tuba and they go... <laughs> nice vibrating sounds. That sounds like a Dr. Seuss massage or something. <laughs> Oh. I want to. We gotta protest uh, Guantanamo and keep butts out of tubas. <laughs> it's not a tuba. <laughs> yes. Also, you can you can not a tumor. That's open season. Is that is that also uh, <laughs> quoting? Good. Is it uh, statute of limitations up on kindergarten cop? Oh, One, easy. not two, with Dolph Lung. <laughs> there was a two. There's a two on Netflix with Dolph Lundgren. Oh boy. Oh God, that's. That Is he MIT like a Russian cop? Did you guys know that there was a, a Christmas story too? No. A sequel to Christmas story? No, I didn't know. Starring that. Daniel Stern. As, as the old man. Really? Oh, we get to see I him almost, as old? I almost made that my re- my review instead of Santa with muscles. I uh, can't be believe I don't year. know that. I can't watch after watching and then so after watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, I just ah uh, I gotta. Kill it, can't. It's really that gets a Golden Globe for. I think it's the only movie that may have caused. It's it's responsible for Jonestown. I don't know how to. It's just so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. And Ed Asner and how do you get Ed Asner? How don't you? I guess you we can get Ed Asner five. next week for the podcast. Oh God, that'd be amazing. Is he still alive? Ed Asner's still kicking, man. He made out. He wasn't on your list, Henning. I didn't. Are you making a prediction for 2017? I was pretty exhaustive with that list, as you guys found out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, enough enough Trump, enough Christmas. That was last year. We're getting on to vibrations, are we not? We're getting, getting, uh, you know, we'll talk about Trump next year, but for one, or one next episode, but. Henning's pulling out his tuba. One more, (laughs) one more cast of, of reveling in. Science and, and higher, higher. I think heaven, we got to keep bringing business. it back. Levity, <laughs> levity, and brevity, gravity. So gravity. I wanted to do my top gravity. science discovery that happened in 2016. Let's and, hit it. Uh, yeah, you guys know what it is, but Wait, did you have any guesses? Predictions. Before? I, for whatever oh. reason, unbelievably, I knew what you were going. For. You, you guessed it before uh, I said. I did. Nice. I did have it once you said what it is because I saw because it. I I think I was seeing something with Neil deGrasse. I've been on a deGrasse Tyson kick lately because he's on my level. Good. We're the same <laughs> smarts. Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's in him's got he, smarts. He knows how to talk down to to popularize science. All right, all right. Oh, but hey, hey, Henning. Do you know Neil deGrasse Tyson was invited? Personally, to Cornell by Carl Sagan to have a jam session. Oh, yeah. I knew he was a student of Sagan's. Carl Sagan was basically um, 
the University of Cornell basically was like, Sagan, we need this guy. Our astrophysicist <laughs> program is tanking. We need the hot young stud. So he basically became like a college athlete recruiter. Wow. And Sagan For- brought Tyson over. Wined and dined him, brought him home, fam- uh, dinner with the family, drove him to the bus station, gave him his personal number, said, "Look, the weather's looking bad. If the bus doesn't take off, you, you can sleep in my home. And then fucking Tyson went to Harvard after all that. Killed. Oh. I believe that's what killed, killed Sagan, Carl Sagan. Broken heart. Oh, damn. That is rough. He Tysoned him. Gave him the real chicken so dinner. So is, is Neil deGrasse, are you, you going to do a switcheroo? On, put him on the list? Is Tyson on the list for taking out Sagan? No, 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 no. If anything, no, I won't. I won't. But <laughs> I'm saying I've been – I think Sagan was talking about what you're talking about because otherwise I would have guessed like a shirt that can tell you your heartbeat. Like I don't know, like, you know, a science <laughs> discovery. But Sagan was – well, Sagan died. What do you mean he would have – he was talking about – No, I would have – if I hadn't been on this DeGrasse Tyson kick, I uh-huh. wouldn't have guessed what – you're presenting as a scientific discovery. I, I would have said like a, a new massaging chair that can tell you your birthday. Humphrey's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sky balls. <laughs> so Casey, do you have a prediction of uh, what it could be? Uh, no, I would, I guess I would have said the, the little tiny ship that, uh, NASA and, uh, fucking, uh, Wheelchair scientist, super scientist, Hawking invented the the star bit. What's a star bit? Star bit. Yeah, they're working on a ship that's like microchip sized to send it into deep space. To right, uh, the one that takes a laser, you shoot a laser at its sail, and that's the propulsion system rather than fuel. So it's and it's a cell and it's a self, like healing. system like the microchips like fix themselves because of the radiation isn't that like ai huh. well that seems like nanotech i don't know if we have that yet they're just theorizing it well i read <laughs> it in a on the internet henning <laughs> and like, i it sounds great there's going to be a shrunken martin short inside <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> steering <laughs> it around levers and the universe is actually dennis quaid oh my god trippy dude what, dude? There's a new form of yoga out there called ganja yoga, where all these, I think it's in Oregon, Henny, I think, where these guys just fucking smoke up and fucking flail around. I guess it's no different than regular <laughs> yoga, except for you smoke together. I see. Yeah, well, rather than in your Be, le- be less self-conscious, before. I guess. Rather than uh, on your bike. So many people smoke weed on their bike in New York City. It's amazing. As they're rolling through. As they're Williamsburg. going over the bridge or just tooting on their fucking glass pipes. <laughs> uh, go Anyways, ahead, we, Henning. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, it, was, it was officially announced in February t- 2016 that we detected gravity waves for the first time ever. This is LIGO. Ooh. You know what gravity waves are? Tuba waves. vibrations from aliens. <laughs> the, old, the old butt trumpet. <laughs> uh, gravity vibrations. All right, gravity vibrations are sounds. This is a guess, educated guess, a Tyson style guess. Uh, gravity vibrations. Gravity waves. Gravity waves. Ooh, all right, gravity waves are waves of sound, wavelengths of sound. 
wavelengths of sound waves. <laughs> Uh, no, they're, they're sounds that travel to us via gravity, via the gravity that the Earth has that pulls sound toward us, and uh, they come from deep space. It's not sound, but close. All right. It's, it's like a, you know, sound requires air to travel. Space has no air, no medium for it to travel through, so it, the waves travel through space-time itself. Gravity waves are ripples in space-time. What's space-time? For the unlearned listener. Uninitiated. It's that thing that Einstein came by and said, no, ether doesn't exist. It's, it's space-time now. It's, like it's the, just ether with a better name. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no explanation the, behind it. Well, th- people were thinking ether was um, this constant like matrix that everything is kind of hung on, like a constant grid of three dimensions that all the the universe is existing within. Einstein's came along and said, "No, that's that can get distorted. The the grid is uh, is Not warpable. Solid. It has ripples. It has indentations. Like right. So the it's person not a rigid so thing. So space time isn't constant. Isn't, isn't this constant uh, matrix of stuff anymore? Nothing it, to do with hours, minutes, anything like that." Uh, well, like, is there a big space <laughs> clock? <laughs> space time is just space plus time. Oh, okay. Four, the four dimensions of our universe that we can perceive. 1D, 2D, 3D. What's 4D? And time. Time is 4D. Mm-hmm. It, I fucking hate it. It we, can, be, it can feel we, slower or feel faster when you're having fun. Yep. It's the worst. Time can. <laughs> you can't beat it. <laughs> like like space time isn't isn't constant anymore oh that's, it can go in reverse that's and forward what, sideways and byways it can slow down and speed up okay it can go in reverse yeah like so when you get closer to a black hole yeah time so the distorts. first person that came up with ether actually was plato right who said that we are these forms within these ether we are forms of Solid forms, unending, changing forms that exist in an ether that we can't see. So, like Henning, mm. you are a version of the actual ideal Henning form in the mm-hmm. ether. That's and like somewhere out a there. Chihuahua is a form of the ideal dog form, like a knockoff of the of the ideal form of Chihuahua-ness. Yes. So. Einstein just See, said, I'm fuck into you, that. Plato. I can do that shit. I'm going, yeah, you're I the pre-science scientist. I'm, going, I'm Greek, ancient Greek, baby. <laughs> Snake-oiled Socrates. Sounds good. I didn't Wearing know Plato came up. Wearing a fucking bed sheet. Sucking on fucking grapes. Sucking on grapes. <laughs> Flirting <laughs> with the slave boys. Oh, yeah, talking no. about space trumpets. Talking about scientist. space. Put your butt in this trumpet, kid. <laughs> I'll blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Stay after class. Smoking copious <laughs> amounts of, of ganja, like like Sagan himself. Uh, yeah, the Just Jabba the Hutt. That's me. That's what I need. Old-timey oh. Jabba the Hutt. Oh, that'd be good. Sucking on my hookah, eating frogs. Your Having crazy little guy. rat dahans on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Gravity, I'm sorry. gravity waves are ripples in space-time itself. I'm going to try and paint a picture with words. Everything with mass leaves an impression on space-time. So you've seen the visual analogy of the bowling ball on the trampoline, right? Yeah. You guys know that one? Probably if you're watching Mm -hmm. a lot of Neil deGrasse, you've seen that. Uh A heavy object like a bowling ball bends the surface of the trampoline so much that 
like if you throw throw smaller marbles on the trampoline, they fall and they can fall into orbit around the bigger object because it warps the fabric. Okay. Marbles bend the fabric too, but mostly their effect is so small it's negligible unless you happen to live on the marble, which we do. Oh, we're the bowling ball. No, no we're the marble. We're we're the third an, marble an ant from the on sun. A marble. Yeah, we're at the planets are the marbles going around the bowling ball. That's the sun. In my analogy, here. we're going around the sun. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Blowing your mind already. Heliocentric baby. <laughs> Pulled that one. Check mark. Big words. Good I'm way. not sure which one it means though. Helios is sun. Sun. Heliocentric means the sun is the center of the universe. You put the sun at the center of. See, that's yeah, the thing. Universe I'm that 1800s ether scientist. Hans, you're ancient. You're ancient Greeks. <laughs> oh, I, I kill it, ancient Greek. Sandemus, man. You like play. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. Okay. So, the, no, I know no, that fine. the earth revolves around okay, the sun. <laughs> Things with math, mass cause curves in the fabric of space time such that everything is falling down the curve toward everything else. So, like, the marble is falling toward the the bowling ball as it rolls around gravity mm-hmm. but it has enough speed that it makes a, an orbit and got you this is what gravity actually truly is according to the general theory of relativity by our boy e the bowling ball is like our sun and it creates an indent in space-time so large that it keeps the earth and all the other planets orbiting around it now imagine if the sun just disappeared our space-time would flatten out, and we would fly off in a straight line into space. But before it flattened, just like the surface of the trampoline, it would bounce back like a rubber band and gradually settle down. Space-time would ripple. Mm. And we'd freeze that? to death. Among other things, yeah. All right. Yeah, other things, Hans. There's other concerns. <laughs> We're just focus on, focusing on what the space-time is doing. All right, so the yeah, sun, we're, how we're does the dead. sun disappear? God, this is a <laughs> Dom just hits delete. Oh yeah, good point. The, the, Control alt delete. It's a theoretical construct. Got you. All right, actually. so sun disappears. We, yeah, it totally. You take that bowling ball off. We and the trampoline bounces back. Just pings Boing. us up. Well, unless you gracefully, yes, I understand. If like, you do it fast <laughs> enough, that's why yeah. I said it suddenly disappears. Got you. So you like imagine that. it. Boing, boing. Boing. All right, marbles going around. <laughs> and the marbles just go off straight. Do you think then and our moon like, bounces to a different planet and all of a sudden Mars just has like our moon? <laughs> I don't think so. Sure. Well, our, our gravity would Musical still Musical chairs, man. Yeah. I bet there is an algorithm for that. How does, <laughs> we would, how does Mars get our moon? <laughs> how can you Big, make it we so? We push had, it. When we sell it to Musk. Because oh. we're going to be impoverished. I bet he comes into play here. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you can also think of like the service of a pond if the trampoline isn't, isn't uh, doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Imagine you put a bowling ball halfway in the water, let the water calm down, and then remove move it suddenly. The water that was being displaced by the ball would rush in and cause a ripple to trav out, travel out across the surface of the pond. Right? Gotcha. Now, massive things like the sun don't normally just blink out of existence but maybe it doesn't need to literally disappear maybe just suddenly start or stop moving that would make waves too on the pond right 
Mm-hmm. Everything in motion kind of creates a gravity wake as it moves through space-time. The sun does. Even my hand does. I'm just doing this. But it's, you know, it's so small. These disturbances are so small and so slow that we'd never notice. What we need to detect the gravity waves is some cataclysmic event where a really massive object is moving really, really fast and then suddenly stops. But that doesn't really ever happen, so it's going to be really hard or even impossible to detect the waves, right? Unless you'd think. Unless somebody's got a big ear horn going out in space and they yeah. can hear them. <laughs> it sounds like that's where we're getting at. So guess what we found? Two black holes that were orbiting around each other, each about 30 solar masses. That's 30 times uh-huh. the mass of the sun, right? Oh, Sp- all right. Ooh. Spinning. How many Earths are in the sun? Oh, God. I didn't do that calculation. But, but the so Earth's sun is way bigger than the Earth. It's bigger than all the other planets combined. All right. That's all I need. So 30 solar masses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's uh, so the two black holes, 30 solar masses each, spinning faster and faster. They're, they're stuck in orbit around each other. They're both kind of of equal mass. Ooh, so they Mexican can, standoff. Yeah. Is it like a centrifuge? Like it's literally yeah. getting faster and faster and it won't stop? Yeah, totally. Spinning like a top, except it's imbalanced one on one side so it's, it's going oh crazy so it's the end of all things as we know it once they finally come to fisticuffs yeah it's it's going to be a disaster Oof. for when they finally ran into each other if we were right I thought there, there was no gloom and doom on this anymore huh i said i thought we were done with the gloom and doom <laughs> i know bright skies are going to clear up not black holes are going to smash smash us, us. Uh, there was something better there. Bright skies are going to clear up. Black holes are going to smear, smear us. us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that works. Anyways. <laughs> well, fortunately, fortunately, it was 1.3 billion light years away, so it didn't... They didn't collide, did they? They they did. I'm about to tell you. Oh, sorry. So they're Ooh. spinning faster and faster. As they get closer and closer, they're throwing off huge gravity waves, wakes, like... You know, two boats circling around each other mm-hmm. in the water. There's throwing waves out across the pond, so to speak. Orbiting at about 100 times a second, if you Jesus. can picture that. And Six the orbit's huge, so it's very fast. Because the know. orbit has to the be bigger than 30 is. solar. Well, a black hole is things. super dense. That's the thing about it. So it can pack a lot of mass into a small space. Hmm. Oh, all right. But it's still probably about the size of two suns, yeah. All right, big. That's a bi- very fast, very fast. Yes. 60 suns worth of mass spinning around itself faster than a motor until they finally fa- fall into each other. Mm-hmm. They collided and merged with each other. Two objects suddenly became one, and the vibration, all these waves, stopped. You think Is that like, heaven? Was it like an explosion, do you think? It uh, it would have released a lot of energy, yeah. Two two objects suddenly become it's like two so two balls spinning around each other in water, and they create a lot of waves. But then when it's just one, suddenly just one ball yep. spinning around itself, it doesn't do much. Oh, all right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so there was a lot of energy being created, and in in that bloop moment when the waves were the most violent before the calm. It was giving off 50 times more energy than the entire rest of the universe. And then that energy had to be displaced, right? And these are the waves? It suddenly stopped giving off that uh, the, the, the energy in the form of waves, anyway, in gravity waves. 
it gave off so much energy in that moment that it was like three suns blinking out of existence. Jeez. Aye, aye, aye. And it's... Aye, 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 indeed. It, uh... It, 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 it is kind of... The, the thing you're hearing online is like... Mm, bloop! Right? Like a chirp or a bloop. I call it a bloop. Yeah. I like chirp. Yeah. I, I like bloop. But that's the sound of how fast they were going and then... Nothing. Stop. And it's literally a bloop. Yeah. It's, I have to hear it's it. It's not a sound because it, it wouldn't interact with it's our like, It's ear like the absence drums. of... Oh, because it's a vibration. It's just... the These are the frequencies that were happening, and let's make that into a sound wave. We created the, the sound wave. That's the best way for us to represent it. Yeah. All right. Tyson's involved? <laughs> Mike Tyson, he knocked them both out. Like they were, <laughs> He's they like, were hey, around him. Settle this out. He got in the middle. Hey, hey, break it up, break it up. You guys go back. And then he got a knife to the neck, and that was the bloop. <laughs> Get him. All right. Do you have the sound? I in a minute. Okay. <laughs> That's a fun image. <laughs> of Tyson. Of in Mike Tyson holes. fighting two black holes. Surrounded by two black holes. <laughs> Did you have were those six shooter hands? So Mike Tyson's not even using his his fists. He's got Western guns. <laughs> he's, he's got the thumbs and the pinkies up. Oh, all right. Know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll play the the sound. I'll give you the sound later. For now, it's it's just something like boop. To me, it sounds kind of like you remember uh, Carl Sagan doing the whale speak in that one episode. He's like, yeah, I, I do a bad representation, but here, here's my best guess at what sound, at what whales sound like. And he goes, ooh, right? Well, I'm going to <laughs> find that. that on YouTube. Okay. That'll be on the blog. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody's already after effects uh, weed smoke coming out of his mouth when he does that puff. <laughs> I don't think I think we're the number one Carl Sagan shit givers of the 21st century. Are we 21st or 20th? 21st. 20, 21st. But we love him so much. Of course, it's out of love. But I don't think a lot of people give Sagan. We're just enough, busting his balls. N- not enough ball busting to Sagan. His, his helios, his balls, the size of 60 helios spheres. <laughs> Is sphere uh, uh, unnecessary when you say the word helios? Heliosphere. Well, it refers to like the atmosphere of the sun. Oh, sh- I thought you meant like circle sphere. sphere. Did you mean sphere, like atmosphere, I forgot what or circle said. sphere? I forgot what the term was for helio something. So I just said helio mass. I think helio mass. That's what it was. Big old cojones. Helio All right. <laughs> so the black holes were 1.3 billion light years away. By the way, which okay. means this cataclysmic bloop moment happened somewhere 1.3 billion years ago meanwhile on earth there's not even any life on land there's barely multicellular life and they're just invented sexual reproduction that's Ooh, kind of taking it to playboy rock. adam and eve if you know what i'm saying that was the bloop that was him breaking that rib bloop. so while tiny organisms are doing it in the ocean for the first time space-time ripples started coming at us while algae and plants slowly crept out of the water, then bugs, then fish with feet, then dinosaurs came, and non-avian dinosaurs went, 
then mammals took over, and some of them started inventing tools and then science and telescopes and interferometers so that we could one day possibly understand the gravity waves that were still on their way here. We shot ourselves to the moon and back relatively very slowly while the ripples were still coming down at, at us at the speed of light until finally they arrived at Earth half an hour after we turned our detector on. And it sounded Damn. like this. I'll send you that sound later and you'll insert it right, oh, right so there. For dramatic effect. Is it right done? Here, wait, right here we put it? No, after I, after I said we turned our detector on and it sounded like this. Then so right there or the previous one? The previous one. So what just happened? Do cut, I cut this cut, out? Cut that nah, shit No, do out. both. No way, you got to do both. I'm putting it in twice. I'm putting, my, I'm putting the sound of my choice in the second time. It might be a fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, Henning, were you saying that it's done now? The waves have ceased? Yeah, from that or, particular or we... source. Yeah. Okay. So nothing to do with aliens at all. Everything no. to do with aliens. I was sure that they like when I you thought the signal when was, I decided not to read past the headline. <laughs> yeah, I was sure they because they were like we zeroed in on what these gravity vibrations are. Mm-hmm. Probably not word for word what I just said, but they zeroed in. I went, well, who the fuck is tooting a horn on Mars? You know, like, no, they got they, it. They, they put the waves through an emulator, which is send more Archie bunkers. <laughs> they just want to see more all in the families. Shit's out. I wish They're it out. was. I wish it was that. <laughs> it wasn't in dumb aliens. In origin. You dumb meathead aliens. Uh, do you know Neil deGrasse Tyson is like? He's like very critical of the um, space program. Like I listened to him on something, and they were like, "Would you like to go to space?" He's like. Not what they're doing now. He's like, we go to space in the same way. Like, I think they were giving an interview in, like, New York. He's like, when they're in space right now, they're closer to you and I than somebody in, uh, right. I'm going to go with Africa. <laughs> I don't know. Closer somebody, than someone on the other closer side. Closer than somebody easy, on the other German side. Of the, day. No, I, I just, <laughs> I'll go Asia. Myanmar. So he's <laughs> Is that in Africa? <laughs> No, it no, definitely not. not. No, no, no. Farthest point away. Somewhere but, in China and Myanmar is close. So he's just like, I don't give it. Like, why are we going? We're so only going to space. His criticism is, uh, they're only 100 miles up. He's Who just cares? like, do something new, dick. Save that punk rock <laughs> attitude, Tyson. Jeez, yeah. I'm going to send the real Tyson after you. He knocked out two black holes. <laughs> Keep running your mouth about the space program. Start Careful, that first him. black hole he knocked out landed him in prison. and then he had to watch his black hole (laughs) black hole this is my black hole section that's gross just those two words out of context they sound awful (laughs) talking about dude and black when you refer to mike tyson's dude the spot below his dude hair yeah it's pretty gross (laughs) oh my god i have a good segment Uh, thanks i could talk about the detector more but eh, it's kind of boring I do have what I do have is another segment on NASA funding, the space program. What's Double science segment. Raspberry from Neil deGrasse. <laughs> Won't the fuck could do something else? Why don't you go with Musk to Mars, Tyson? I'll tell you what NASA. Are you talking about Mike or Neil? No, DeGrasse. Mike stays with us. Oh, DeGrasse for can sure. go eat some, smoke some grass on Mars. Oh, did we just list DeGrasse in? 
Oh, because he was... he's on my list. <laughs> All right, DeGrasson's for, for listed. dissing the space program. Uh, is his thing is we should be going further, and that that's absolutely. You get true. a taste of the ship of imagination, and all of a sudden you're like, "Not burn it, not burn it." Get a better imagination. I did. I think he said Obama said we'll be going to Mars by 2030. I think maybe did even Obama sooner. Say that Obama hmm. might have said that. He's no Kennedy. Kennedy said we're going to fucking moon tomorrow, as long as I don't be we shot. We fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> Unless one of you motherfuckers shoots me. <laughs> he kind of called right, the called, shot on he that called one. 10 years. Obama's doing 20. I don't isn't I wonder if there's a what what was that? Obama says 20. Well J, JFK said 10 years Obama's doing a little further out. So 15 he's going with the safe 15. Unsure. But Obama doesn't he, have opposition. Like the reason we went to the moon isn't because we gave a fuck about the moon. Because we, we wanted to be hated the, the Russians. Russians there. Hmm. If the Chinese are like, we're taking the moon back. Woo. Chinese been on the moon? <laughs> yes, they're or no? gonna be. They're going. They're trying to. Uh, no, I don't think they have yet. No, they you, haven't. No. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson predicted the first trillionaire on our planet. You know how they're gonna make their trillion dollars? Moon mining. Asteroid mining. Ah, okay. Mining minerals on asteroids. First one to get there? It's going to be Musk, of course. Mm-hmm. You've seen Armageddon, right? Those big, long drills? Yeah, you need <laughs> Buscemi up there going space crazy? Uh, that dead giant? Fat guy from Herman's Head? Mike, oh, whatever happened to that guy? Herman's Head, Home Alone? He actually died nothing. on the asteroid. <laughs> Is he the one that got shot off into space and everybody's like, oh, shit? I think so, yeah. I felt bad for him. You remember Herman's Head? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a great show. Of. Copped recently by a oh, Disney yeah. movie, right? Oh, yeah. Pixar, for shame. For Herman, shame. Herman's Copped. Head was a show where... Uh, oh, they did they borrow things for... Um, In and Inside? Out? Inside Me? In, what, what was that? Inside, <laughs> Inside In. Me. Uh, the concept of the show is a- this person... Did the person who actually walked around have any personality mm-hmm. whatsoever, really? No, it was basically the angel and the devil on your shoulder, but it was like he had these four character actors like in you're inside his head, so they dictated different situations no. as he as her, as Herman encountered them. But Herman was not the interesting character. I don't did Herman have like or was Herman just like an automaton and the whole show took place they were literally at control panels and jumpsuits, No, correct? he was like mugging it. He was mugging to the you know cuz he's like a your dopey sort of like at an office, right? Like hayseed kind of character that's just like I gotta get my stuff together. Who played Herman? Uh, I think it was the dude from Northern Exposure. No, Joel maybe, something. Maybe not. I don't know. Or the dopey DJ guy. I love that we go from what Henning does best—a segment—to <laughs> you and I half remembering something no one cares about. That's our segment. Like. I think it had a whole season. Maybe it got re-upped. All right. Uh, you know, it's spa- It's related. Brains. We're talking about Musk making his trillion. Oh, oh yeah. Because Hans said Armageddon. That's <laughs> yeah. where it got us. <laughs> Need a oh, new yeah. shirt. How'd we get on Herman's head? Because I think you said Armageddon <laughs> five minutes ago. <laughs> All right. So NASA, I NASA funding. I'm going to break it down for you. And uh the total cost, okay, the, here's the, the entire budget of the United States of America. 
mm-hmm. comes out to it's four four trillion, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And per American, it comes out to twelve hundred, twelve thousand five hundred, twelve thousand five hundred a year per American that we give mm-hmm. the government. Um, that the government or that's has just as its disposal, however they got it. Like gross domestic product, they take taxes, take in, on taxes shit. they take in, and but they have to spend a, a lot of it, and this is what's left. The gotcha. budget, the budget they have to dispose of with. Uh, so twelve twelve thousand five hundred dollars they have to work with per American. Afghanistan and, and Iraq wars at their height, about eight hundred dollars a year per person. Out of that. What was the first amount? Sorry, twelve thousand. Got it. Wow, thirteen three hundred. On now, that's what we're up to. How do you know that? They did the math. Oh, what we have left to spend. Right. Oh, yeah, I agree. NASA at the height of Apollo cost two hundred dollars a year per person in inflation adjusted. Uh, Twenty fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, per person. This is all per person. NASA now, about 50 a year. 50? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> that's, that's everything, including like environmental monitoring, sat- satellites, and... SETI? SETI is a different thing. Maybe. He's talking about the guy SETI that works for NASA. <laughs> Get out of here. SETI and Nedry? Cedric. They share a desk? <laughs> and that's designing and building aircraft, too. Uh... And by the way, when you take that fifty bucks a year and divide it by the total of twelve five twelve thousand five hundred, that's where you get that half a penny that you were talking about. Half a penny on the dollar that you mentioned last week. Oh, per dollar, okay. Mm-hmm. So the at least DeGrasson's math adds up. He's not a fucking yeah. liar in that instance. <laughs> we should stop making pennies and just give the money we saved to fucking NASA. Why can't we stop making fucking pennies? What zinc. why? The Who? Zinc lobby. Who is it? <laughs> no, but that's no. It's true. That has it's to serious. be true. There it has is 100% to be a penny true. lobby. The only reason is because that is the biggest zinc, like, buy User. is for fucking pennies, U.S. pennies, and they don't want to lose that big chunk of fucking change every year. Of cost, no pun intended. Change. A lot of zinc in there. Zycam. Just make do with that zinc, big zinc. It's because big, any way, zinc. any way you spin it, pennies cost more money to make than they are worth. Yes. Yes. Any way you spin it, but you have some yes. greasy zinc lobby, <laughs> fucking literally with All with penny up. loafers on. You with see them coming from a mile nose. away. He's that much of a zinc man. Zinc all over their bodies, <laughs> underneath the the zinc oh, suits. Fucking zinc lobbyists. I'm going to look up who head A1 Nutboy Zinc Lobbyist is and see what We're he looks like. We're doing it. Top of the list for 2017. The Zinc Lobby. Tommy Setti. Chairman know. of Zinc USA. So let me just finish up with, with NASA. That's So 50 bucks a year for everything. But if you count just the cool stuff like sending probes and rovers places, like we got to see... Pluto last year and got to see Cassini's uh, moon of Saturn, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the first time? That's the cool stuff. The the stuff Neil deGrasse wants to do more of. Rovers to Mars. the stuff that keeps us stuff. interested. The planetary stuff. Essentially. Interplanetary stuff. stuff. That's, just, that's $4 a year compared to the 50 total. 
and compared to the twelve thousand five hundred that we spend on every fucking thing else. So eight hundred dollars a year on war, for example. It's so cheap. Can we can ban we it? Go f- ban it. Ban it. You guys <laughs> want to get some heat? It. Heat for the podcast? GoFundMe for NASA. Started by Jerk Practice Podcast. We should start a GoFundMe for NASA. Twenty That's more a bucks a person. Idea. I'm gonna get us to Mars before Musk. <laughs> if we we should do two GoFundMe's. GoFund well, no, because they can be should, all right. Do we either GoFundMe for NASA or do we GoFundMe for our own JASA, our own space program, <laughs> solely for personal gain to get to one of those goddamn asteroids and get some of that moon ore out of there? Sweet. Andromeda Henning Kashi, his great great granddaughter, is going to be the first trillionaire. Look, we're, we're going to get there. And her middle name will be Henning. <laughs> we're going to get to one of them, and it's going to be all zinc. Oh yeah, then we're you know then it's only then big pennies. Dollars will be replaced <laughs> by big pennies. <laughs> They'll be flat, thin zinc. Everybody's pricing. got these money sacks now to pay for shit, like those big chocolate JFK coins, right? Like that island that that traded only in barrel, barrel wheel sized rocks as their money. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like an island the Frywalds might have had a, a say in their uh, government. I don't know, the biggest rocks you can find. Bigger the more worth money. <laughs> Old Sacramagundi Frywald. Um what uh I there somebody should do and if they haven't I'd be surprised. You there's got so if how much of a penny is zinc? Put a pin in it. I'll do a segment next week. Do a segment pennies. on zinc and try and come up with a solution it's to the zinc problem to give them some more stuff to do with their zinc. Like, can't you make, zinc make it out of countertops pumpkin? or something? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. The bar at in, at Rye in the basement was made out of zinc. Does it rust zinc? No, it like it will like wear like from the acids from drinks, but it looks cool as an like, old like. Bar top. come off on your fingers. That's why they still need the copper coating around it. Or Let's is make that it all copper again. Let's bring huh? them back. Bring back copper. Well, copper is way too expensive. I think that's the point. <laughs> It'd be $2 for every penny. <laughs> then it'll be the $2 coin. Still oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. $2 or coins. A, but just a dollar coin. What, um, I wonder if you can make a, like a, I'm thinking big. Like, I'm thinking skylines. Zinc skyscrapers. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I think we we'll figured to, out that steel is probably best for that. But but no, but not just or wait, is steel the name for um, steel? Is a type of fortified metal, right? Yeah, it's an al. It's al. al- been al- alloyed. Yeah. It's an alloy. It's, it's like an alloy. Iron plus tin, I think. Throw some zinc in there, baby. You got your penny zinc? problem. Melt down too, some pennies. Too much unless zinc, it makes it so weak, if, so if it fragile. Worked, if that worked. We'd be doing it. No colds in that skyscraper. <laughs> no colds. Just lick the beams. <laughs> Zinc licks all over. Let's see what. All right. Good so segment. Finishing. So we got a zinc one coming so it, up. It's, so it's gonna be hard to spice that up. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. You're on it. The return on investment that we get from NASA has got to be so high, so much higher than like putting our troops in Afghanistan and air conditioning the desert, for example. Like when I think of what we should be doing with this money, 
how much farther we can go. That's, and that's why Neil deGrasse is pissed. Wants more money so we can do more planetary science. But we, what we are getting back from that half penny is what, pretty impressive, right? What you get back is dope pictures from Hubble. We get to see Pluto this last year. Space porn. 2015, actually. Yeah. Uh, besides the satellites and space shuttles and Mars rovers and the ISS, the stuff you think about first, we also get this amazing secondary technology. We get robotic arms, invisible braces, memory foam, digital cameras, solar panels. We get Tang? <laughs> Velcro? It's it's a myth that, that Tang was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do I need to do a <laughs> rebuttal seg? segment on Tang? I don't Ew. think I don't think I could because there was so much fucking tang in my house growing up that they wanted I, you to be an astronaut. It was all a lie. Just the smell of it, and like we're trying to come <laughs> up with different solutions. Like, did you know instead of just mixing tang in water with a spoon, if you put it into a blender with water, you got like a whipped tang, uh, like frothy, like an aerated and, frothy yeah. tang. You could oh, mix God. your tang and ice cream for a nice powdery treat. Is that all you guys ate was tang? We had so much tang, tang and powdered Gatorade. I think <laughs> freeze is, is what is tang? Is tang because freeze dried f- stuff in general, freeze dried food in general, did come from the space program. T- tang is just orange drink. It's powder. It's it, like powdered yeah, sugar. It wasn't at one point orange juice that then got. No, 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 no. It's not. It's powder. not juice crystals. It's not. Organic. It's not organic in origin. I, I, <laughs> zinc. It's fucking orange coloring and zinc. <laughs> I think it might have so, a good portion of zinc in there. Might work. That zinc lobby's busier than we thought. <laughs> I know. We're getting to the the heart of the matter. We're getting to the core. The lizard people core. Bilderberger group. Oh, that's the zinc. <laughs> the heart of the earth. Oh the yeah, hot sl- they the- sun themselves on the hot zinc slabs. Because <laughs> <laughs> is the core of the Earth lava? Is that true? Uh, mel- molten rock, yeah. Molten whatever is down there. The iron, zinc, yeah. zinc. Maybe some ink, some zinc. The zinc pits of Krakatoa. Well, we're not. Tr- we're not trying to find more zinc. We're trying to get rid of it, right? No, we're trying to find better uses for it. We want yeah. zinc out of our pennies. We want we want zinc-powered cars. So what are you saying? Throw it down into the core? That would be expensive. No, I'm saying the zinc people come from the core. <laughs> As Casey mentioned, they're sunning themselves on their zinc slabs under their lava moons. <laughs> In the hollow earth where they live. I wonder if glasses... I'm looking, I'm looking at me and you, Casey, and wondering, glasses? Could zinc go in them? doesn't have Probably. to be really structurally... Sound no, like a skyscraper or anything. Here's a fun tangent off of that. Could be kind of malleable. Yeah, mm. soft. Yeah. Because I'm losing my insurance thanks to, we'll talk about Raspberry <laughs> of the Week next month, I'm trying like a, uh, what's it called? Like a hypochondriac to get all of my ducks in a row before uh-huh. I lose my insurance. So uh, I was having trouble. I could even segue into that. I'm reading In Cold Blood again. Ooh. Can I put suggestion out there for first of the year? I hadn't read it since high school. Mm-hmm. That is such a good... I, I mean, it's obvious, right? But anybody that hasn't read it that's looking for... It's just... It's so good. And segue from that, I can get to... I'm now haunted by the Clutter family. 
which no spoilers, <laughs> without a doubt, because I, having access to the internet, can't keep my gritty, dirty mind and fingers away from like seeing crime photo shit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm haunted by Perry and Dick. The Clutter family was the one that got killed. Yeah. In that book. With, oh, oh, spoilers! But so where? <laughs> how was I getting to that from? Oh, so I was having trouble. I was like, that's fine. I guess I'm tired. So I went to get an eye exam because I hadn't had one in years. And now I get to wear fucking glasses for the rest of my life. Nerdlinger. Yep. I couldn't believe it. Like I it's was not like, that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, it's not that bad. Maybe because you guys have glasses money. I had to pick from this case, and two of those rows were for children only that my insurance covered. So apparently, you tell me. Uh, I think they're going to be ready today, next week. Um, because Meg says I made a poor choice. I did not choose the cup of kings, if you will. But I couldn't. Oh, you're wasting away. Did you have you guys? Did you guys have glasses your whole life? Since I was six, uh, since six. second grade, I remember when mm-hmm. I finally got glasses. I was like, I'm not stupid. I just couldn't see. Because that's that's not because my it's not like terrible. <clears throat> But I'm wondering if you guys had that, like I had that moment where he's like, all right, this and this, and he's clicking lenses around. I'm thinking it's all right. I honestly thought he was going to, I thought so much that he was going to be like, just put on reading glasses if you need to read, that I bought a pair of reading glasses. And it's the exact opposite. I'm nearsighted. Right. So like I'm having trouble just looking around and that like fucks my eyes up. Things, Things far away, you can't like read a sign. Yeah, yeah. That's like so me. he That's says, like I like same I here. See, I think. Yeah, yep, nearsighted. He put the the lenses and was like adjusting because one eye is different than the other, and this and this. And I was like, whoa, like, all right, I guess that that looks the same. I think it looks clear. But then he took those away, and he went ah, and I had that moment of like, oh shit, like I could have been seen like that for, for all it, this it, time. It wasn't that mm. extreme, but I would say it's like this. It's like watching regular TV. And then if you have a good like high def TV and there's a program on, you go, oh, that's like, that's very, that's clearly clearer. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And then you go back and watch your VHS and can't stand it anymore. Yeah, I don't need, I don't need that high def. I'll probably, I will probably won't wear these ever. But you live a low def life. Low yeah. def life. I don't I, need that. High. I don't need to switch it up. I don't need. I don't need new vibrations hitting these retinas. Uh. <laughs> So maybe maybe that was just a funny segment because now because he was like contacts or glasses. It's like I don't wear either. He's like no 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 you do now. You have a choice. <laughs> do you want contacts or glasses? And I can't imagine uh, even thinking about putting a contact. And I'm sure you guys have done it, but I I don't need to add any more complication. I've tried it. Oh, were the glasses you were wearing in that Facebook post with the shit written on them? Are those the glasses? Yeah, you're getting? they look normal, right? Oh, you're going to be haunted by a lot more ghosts, my friend. <laughs> Why? I, you know what? Meg said the same thing. One, that's a bad angle. Two, those are straight off the rack. Uh, not lived in. These aren't lived in yet. So they're not. No, they fit them to your. I have a tiny little bean head. So they're going to fit the glasses more towards my head. And two, out of. I should. When I go pick them up, I'll take a picture of my other options. And everyone yeah. will go, all right. You're not <laughs> right. insane. Because the other options were like, remember that guy I worked with at the Photoshop? I think his name was Wade or Wayne. 
Uh-huh. And he just had these skinny little glasses that dangled daintily on the end of his nose. Oh, God. What, do you live in the future? Like, so, so it was like all these like skinny thins. or And then these were just like, they, they said they don't break as easy because you can flex them around. Zinc. They're made out of zinc. They're zinced up. They're low glare. <laughs> and they're light. And they fold into my freakish head. So they like fold like the, what am I trying fold? to say? Not fold, but they angle in. Towards my oh, they're cheeks. goggles. You got a pair of goggles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So and and they were on par with the cheapest ones. So <laughs> that's what I had to get. I don't know. I didn't expect to get anything in there. I just I saw that post that was like, is Hans wig and hat shopping again? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I thought it was a costume. I, I thought it, or I thought it was. It is the costume of his life now. Maybe I'll get a job at Champ's Diner. I would the, the pants for a shirt yeah, and the shirt for pants. You're hired. <laughs> I You're hired. Meg said Meg said that that guy was in there last time we were in Champs. Walked in wearing something as well. Let's yeah. not use the term crazy, but he was as um, uh, flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Sure, he was as out there with his fashion attire, forward. fashion forward, yeah. and uh-huh. like she was like he came in there to apply for a job, and like that's the type of place. Like he just walked in. Shoes, shoes for hands and hands for feet, and they hey, were. Kid, he was just like, goods. "Hey, I'm looking for a." They're like, "Job, you're hired." Like, <laughs> like, I mean, that's you the kind of place I want. Yeah, right. Yeah, they said, "Hey, get in the kitchen. Orders up." But uh, <laughs> uh, you don't want to put this kind of talent behind the the, the kitchen. No. Oh no, he's he, face he, man. He's a face man all the way. He, he was facing. like, he kept like dry. I think he like. He kept dropping the hot sauce. He was he maybe he was tooting up. I don't know. He was taking an old <laughs> puff off the the sousaphone. Uh, I don't know how we got there. Yeah, so maybe zinc, you know. I think zinc. All right, so we need to we need to get some funding up for NASA. Mm. Yep. Wait, didn't you guys? Do you guys know the history of March of Dimes? It's, it's no, some I kind of charity? So. Is it for sick kids? So it was started. Um, to so, no. <laughs> let's see how badly I can mess this up. I'm crack my knuckles. Right. As my friend, uh, I'll never forget this. You know, started in 1997. You get these images in your life that never go away, and one of mine is in kindergarten, and it's like just something amazing that kids do. Like we were in kindergarten, and as we described in a podcast a while back, like our kindergarten worked where you were there for half a day, and then another group of kids took the other half of the day. So it wasn't yeah. like a full day where you had recess. You wouldn't have recess because your life is recess. You're in kindergarten. You show up, you do your classes, and then when you leave, that's your recess. You don't have a break in the day of recess. But mm-hmm. as we were transitioning into first grade or at the, towards the end of kindergarten, I don't know why I remember this so well, they were like, we need to give these kids a taste of what it tastes a recess so it doesn't like blow their mind when they're in first grade and they get their first recess sesh. So they're like, we're, you're going to go outside for 10 minutes of recess, which is what you'll do all the time in first grade. It's a foreign concept. We need to acclimate. Acclimate. Right. Acclimate. If, like you said, if your life is a, is recess, then it's just like, yeah, I do this all the time. Right. We need to get you used to. What else is new? Getting your energy out having, and not holding it in. Having fun on a schedule now. So a kid in my class fitted with the yoke of school. You have to understand society. 
more like you have to understand that recess is over at a certain point and you have to come back in, right? Right. Maybe. Because the main thing I remember is kid in my class, kindergarten class, big old gap tooth, ratty rat tail, looked like he should have been working at Champs. His name mm. was Donnie. <laughs> Real name. I'm not changing the name. His name was Donnie. He walked out, and I just, I don't know. I'm probably the weird one for studying him so much, but, like, I walked out behind him, and for whatever reason, he walked out the doors, and the sun hit him in such a way, like, like he was instantly, like, basking in this recessed light, and he just goes, now I can crack my knuckles. And he did, like, a <laughs> interlaced his fingers, classic cartoon crack, and he went, crack, and then went about his day, and I was like, what the hell did I just see? Like even at that age, I was like, "Yeah, how did huh? how do we get from A to Z? Like recess to sun to w- give me some Neil deGrasse Tyson explanation on why you can crack your knuckles now." I guess He's it's a hobo now. It's yeah, that's the that's the idea. Like now I can finally catch some Z's because I found a, a like a, a hay cart on a train, you know. <laughs> so uh, I I do remember that, but how was I getting to that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you were going to tell about March of Dimes. Oh, so the March of Dimes knuckles. was a campaign that started during FDR, and they needed money to try and find the polio vaccine. Huh. And so they were like, people aren't – like, it's the depression. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to – they don't have the money or the they just can't think of parting with, like, what an actual donation was. So they were like, everybody's mm-hmm. got a dime maybe. Just send us a dime. And yeah. it was the first time where that, like, it's kind of like Obama's campaign where it's just like, or who did it where it's like, just send me a dollar. And we're going to get a Hold bunch on. of dollars from young kids who don't mind parting with a dollar, like texting mm-hmm. their dollar over. That's where the dimes came in. So everybody's all of a sudden, they have this shitload of dimes. And then it, like, you know, they, they added all this research and they cured polio. And then it just continued, like, to help sick kids. We're doing. March that dimes right to NASA. Marches Inc. The, no, the, the goose step towards the zinc goose step. <laughs> the, the zinc goose step. Goose step to zinc. <laughs> to save NASA. All right. So you only want pennies? I might get shirts made. Goose step into zinc. Send That's us your like, pennies. Yeah, totally. Send us your pennies. And this won't it, be it, the first time Hans and I have tried to save something by getting pennies from people. What was the first time? Was in that art class when we we out pennied uh, for a pizza party until my my second cousin cheated. <laughs> you go, you can go go ahead and tell the story. I don't. I mean, you don't have to tell of his. He wasn't kidnapped, right? That's not insensitive. No. He was just on a pizza binge, probably like a yep. like goddamn Ninja Turtle. He is Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, uh, Raphael, and what was his name? Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. It was, right? Oh, my cousin? Yeah. Tim. Tim? Yeah. The fifth fucking pizza-eating Ninja Turtle, Tim. <laughs> Thieving. He was more like a Foot Clan leader of the Foot, Tim. We, uh, we were, like, for a charity. It was, and we had to, like, with pennies. It was change, like pocket change drive. And Hans and I just, like, orchestrated this huge, like, we got everybody, like, you got to bring more change. We got it. And. Sure enough, won the pizza party. We got scumbagged by another class, though. So we uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and this is this is good podcasting, right? You're riveted, Henning, about this pizza party feud. Um, 
ahead. I'm just saying, it's so we on our very short resume. We, we clearly, <laughs> clearly amassed the largest amount of change out of anyone. But because of poor handling of change, like our change, giant change boot, went in the same box as their little nugget of like shillings pouch. And they were like, okay. their class was like, you don't know which change is whose now. It's in the same box. So we had to share our pizza party with this other class that clearly didn't raise enough change. And then we showed up to the pizza party late as we literally see like Buzz from Home Alone, like <laughs> sucking his fingers, Tim, Buzzy Tim, like pizza's all gone. I'm going to have to barf it up. And we're just like, what? Am I pretty Jeez. correct on that? No hyperbole it, yeah. whatsoever. Socialism None. is what that is. Who who mixed the bags? Fleming, our teacher, I think. Out of Inside an job. accident or because he wanted to make it all equal? I think it was, we just, like, we had our, amassed so much it was impossible. Our art teachers were too sagging. They were weeders for sure. So there's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> and besides, it's cool to share. We just yeah. got fucked out of our pizza. It's art class, let's, man. Let's share. teach them a lesson about sharing. But then the lesson you learned is we don't get pizza. I no, remember. The lesson we learned is we're going to save NASA. Do you remember how disgusting our final project for that? Uh, our final, I think it was a drawing class, maybe drawing one. Mm-hmm. Uh, our final project was in the center. We do a, not profile, but we do a, what's it called when you draw your own face head on? Just a portrait, I guess. We do yeah. a we do three a portrait. Portrait, yeah. When you say three quarter, you only draw half of your face, right? You draw it halfway or between a profile, front on I guess and, it would be and profile. profile. No, we're not in profile though. Right. It's right on, but only half. Cut down the center. Oh, okay. Oh God, Jesus, yeah. And then we draw our interests around us, <laughs> cut in half. So mine. I don't know. Mine was classic Hans didn't do it till late enough. And I said, I guess one of my interests is hockey now because it's easy to draw a hockey puck in half <laughs> and shade that baby in. Oh. The entire half of your head, other half of your head, just one giant hockey puck. So that was easy. No, no, no. So it's for whatever reason, half of our face in the center, but still centered like it was our whole face. My, 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 maybe it was our face. And the items around us were just halved in the center. So it was hockey puck on the outside, and then on top of it, it was half a skateboard. Like it was emanating out like a space vibration yeah. from our minds. Does oh. that sound familiar? I forgot all about it. I wish you hadn't reminded me. Like but someone, yeah. like someone cracked your head open and all your interests fell out. Pretty yep. much, yeah. They're just falling out of your fat head. <laughs> Ugh, God. Done strictly in mechanical pencil and colored Pencil. Fuck, I do remember that. I drew like a Hulk <laughs> clawing out of the top of my head. Like you pro- was- yeah, yeah. Oh, I may see you could, you if you're creative, you could do that. Like the Hulk actually splitting open the skull with fat tears on himself, crawling out. Mine was just like, I, I, I probably can't, I snake oil. I was like, no, 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 the skull's intact because they're like space vibration waves, you know, my thoughts. <laughs> Of hockey pucks and buns of dude hair. <laughs> I don't know how we got a uh, pizza party. So send it. All right. You guys tell me if this is illegal. 4714 11th Street, Floor 3, Long Island City, New York, 11101, care of DeHans, 
Send us your pennies. Is that slash NASA? Hans slash. Just put Hans Freiwald. Let's not get it confused. F R E I W A L D parentheses da Hans. Send us your pennies. But I think that might it, be illegal. It's legal as long as you don't make a promise and then welch on it. So, what's my <laughs> promise? Maybe don't make one. Then. I will not it's spend totally these pennies. Legal. No, 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 no promises. No promises. No promises. <laughs> But send them. Uh, and I'm not promising that I will do good with them. I will do good with them. I'm not promising. But I will do good with them. Not a promise. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. So it's out there. Well, send them to NASA? How could we then send them to NASA? We'll figure it out. if we get. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll put... We'd have to accrue enough pennies to actually send them an amount of money. Pledge. Penny pledges. We're penny pledging. We're goose-stepping to zinc. But it would cost so much more zinc. money than we collected to send the physical pennies. So at some point, we need to convert it. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Money. We'll accept penny pledges of a 100-penny pledge? No, but uh, even if you send 100 it. pennies, the cost of shipping, you're right. Yeah. You need, we need to make this an online game. Yes. PayPal us one penny. That's, that would be the efficient way to do it, Kickstarter or GoFund, whatever. Although PayPal. maybe we could promise, and I'm not promising, that instead of donating the pennies, we make like a sweet mural out of <laughs> pennies. <laughs> but I can't and promise then, that because that sounds like a lot of work. Not a promise. To NASA. <laughs> All right, we'll get it. We'll get something up and running. We're gonna awesome. save NASA. And the, uh, I'm not promising that we won't buy a pizza with it. But we might. But we might. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, an interesting fact. Speaking of dimes, an interesting figure that came up in my research. So the total cost of Curiosity mission to Mars, that's the latest one where we send a, 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 a SUV up to Mars, basically. Yeah. That size. With rocket that's fuel. That's research and fueling the rocket to get there. Over the eight years it took to research and and build the thing, eight dollars per American for that mission. Eight that, bucks. That's which, not bad. Which comes down to about losing a dime every month. No problem, right? March of dimes straight up to Mars. I like it. We could we could go dime and just like lose a dime. Do you? Because we can't use March of dimes. <laughs> oh, lose a dime to NASA. So what's another word for marching? Trail of dimes. <laughs> trail of dimes. <laughs> the, the horrible trail of dimes of 2017. Uh, now it makes it sound like we're gonna the three of us be driving a truckload of dimes down to Florida, Cape Canaveral, and then it flips and you know buries what the, an orphanage. The trail of dimes sounds like what like post care uh, postal workers or mailmen talk about like 20 years from now, like. Remember the trail of the dimes, trail of dimes when everybody was sending big packages of dimes and we were lugging them around lower backs, <laughs> the trail of dimes. <laughs> oh man, I, I, it was their Holocaust basically. Ooh, I didn't say it. Goose stepping to zinc over here said it. <laughs> no more German day. We're always goose stepping to zinc. <laughs> Mentioning the war. That's a raspberry, I guess. Holocaust wasn't the war, man. Two separate things. We went into war to... I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. You hear? Don't you hear that? World War II, they're like, 
It's not about the Holocaust, man. It was about it didn't begin that global way, yeah. domination. I maybe I'm listening to too many Holocaust deniers. I was teasing, <laughs> I was seeing too many. Like that's why I was haunted because I don't like to admit this, and I like to think I'm better at this because I, I, I should have more respect for people. But Truman Capote in Cold Blood, in in Cold Blood, like his writing is so descriptive, and he talks about images, and I was like, fuck, I know I can put this in and probably see the image mm. he's describing, and for the most yeah. part, you can. And they're haunting, obviously, to the point where that's like one of the last things I did before I fell asleep like three days ago. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, and the way Google works now, by the way, is if you click on an image, there's about 10 images underneath that aren't necessarily related to your search, but mm-hmm. they're very much related to that image. And if it's of like autopsy photos, you're going Ooh, yeah. to have horrible <laughs> Horrible nightmares. I haven't had like a nightmare that I woke up from that I was like had to get up and turn on the lights. Like I'd fallen asleep on the couch and I was like <laughs> just stood there like just in my own like uh, regret. I mean, don't need a long pause after. Jeez. <laughs> Edit it out. Freddy hey, came hey what are you doing for your birthday this year? I don't know. You're coming to South Why? Carolina because Meg and I are getting married on the 4th of July. 4th of July, huh? This year, baby. Get it done. Now we'll have something real to celebrate. Awesome. Yeah, let me... Yeah, I don't I, I don't have any plans of, as of now. I do now, I guess. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Got the going to be rep, the jerk dates. practice representing Justy, our friend Justy, who you guys heard. Heard a little... Oh, oh. Fuck me. I think Justy was supposed to be on this one. On this one? I think he's in the hood. Or not the hood, but in, in the city. But I, maybe it fell through. Because he's been coming in um, doing shows at the UCB, which are very funny. And that's not a good plug. But anyways, Justy's marrying <laughs> us. Our friend Justy's marrying us. And then if you two can stand by my side, we'll get this baby hammered out. South Carolina. Sure. You got it, man. Nice. For sure. Just, so Justy's getting ordained. In order to preside over your marriage. That's so cool. So send us your pennies, not a promise, and we'll make, we will. We'll make sure Justy has the the rattiest hipster mullet. (laughs) We'll make Justy like, we can like glue pennies and make him like a penny robe. Oh, okay. Like a a chain mail. And then we'll glue pennies and our, our attire will be like pennied vests. A la yes. Neil deGrasse Tyson. We're taking it from him because he's listed. Fuck yeah. So there we go. We're goose-step into marriage. <laughs> goose-step into marriage. Should we goose-step it out? I think so. Uh, Casey, anything else? No, I'm good. Are you really? You feel good? What podcast is that where they're like, you feel good, I feel good? Well, we uh, probably shouldn't take that if it is a podcast. Let's take it. I think it's Pete Holmes' at, podcast. At Great podcast, dollop, by the way. At Dollop, they often do that. They like cleanse themselves of what they did, just listened to. We sign cars. <laughs> you guys good? That's an hour. <laughs> weed smoke. Turn on the fan, man. Too much weed smoke. <laughs> Ghost of Sagan. Haunt, uh, Ghost of Sagan's autopsy. Caught in my toot hole. <laughs> oh, gross. End it with toot hole. Black hole.
practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. <clears throat> All right, science cold tag. Well, I'm really nerding it up this episode. All right, let me tell you about the gravity wave detector, because it's insane that this thing even exists. It's called LIGO, and it's the most precision measuring tool ever built. In order to detect a disturbance in space-time that attenuated over such a long distance, that's the 1.3 billion light-years that I mentioned before, it has to be sensitive enough to measure lengths 1 1,000th the diameter of a proton. Not an atom, that's way too big, but the proton in the nucleus of an atom. A thousandth of that. A milliproton. It's the tiniest measurement we've ever made, and it's like measuring the distance from here to Alpha Centauri, our closest star other than the sun, and then detecting if that distance changes by a hair's breadth. And so, yeah, how do you do that? Laser interferometry, which is the LI of LIGO. You split a super coherent beam of laser light in two and send them down a couple of perpendicular four kilometer long vacuum tubes, reflect them back off the smoothest mirrors ever manufactured, recombine the light, and see if it's any different than when it left. If one vacuum tube is just a milliproton longer than the other one, the light will have traveled slightly farther down that tube and will come back ever so slightly out of phase with the other beam. What could cause one tube to stretch or squatch relative to the other? Well, gravity waves, but also pretty much anything else. A truck hitting a bump in the road ten miles away could do it. Little earthquakes that no one notices will set it off. If you farted loudly in the control room, that could probably pick up too. But we're only interested in the disturbance caused by ripples in space-time, not in butt-cheeks, which is why this thing was built in the middle of nowhere, and they built it twice. One in Louisiana, one in Washington State. That way, if any disturbance happens at one site but not at the other, you know it was something local, not gravity waves. But even after eliminating all the noise, and say you have a perfectly isolated gravity wave, finally, as gravity waves wash over us here on Earth, they squash and stretch everything. You and me, the two LIGOs, the whole planet Earth, and time itself. So that means if we were measuring the vacuum tubes, with a ruler, say, the ruler would just get squashed and stretched along with everything else, and you'd never know the difference. If you shot two perfect bullets down the tubes and measured how long it took each one to hit the end, the bullets would just slow down or speed up depending on the space-time they're traveling through. Also, the stopwatch you used to measure time would do the same thing, and again, you'd never know about it. But there is one thing that moves at a constant speed no matter what space-time is doing. Good old... C. Light. Preferably super coherent laser light in a vacuum. And that brings us back to our friend Albert Einstein. Albie. He predicted that gravity waves would exist. It's there in his papers, theoretically, but he never actually believed that we'd be able to detect them because, I mean, come on, milliprotons. But here we are exactly a hundred years after he published the general theory of relativity that predicted them. 2016, gravity waves became the last bit of his theory to be validated by direct observation, thanks to LIGO, the most precision instrument ever built. So take that, Einstein, you big dummy. Oh, so it's the discovery of the year because now that we know they exist, 
gravity waves kind of opens up this whole new way of looking at the universe. Or more like a way of listening, because we could see with telescopes across the whole spectrum of light, you know, visible microwave, radio, and x-rays and stuff, so we could see all that, but this is kind of like turning on your ears for the first time. Kind of like our eardrums pick up vibrations in the air, LIGO picks up vibrations in space-time, despite not being able to see them. So maybe, if we listen hard enough and deep enough, we can hear things beyond the limits of our light telescopes, like dark matter and dark energy. We can't see them, but we know they warp space-time. Maybe we can learn something about inside of a black hole where light doesn't escape from. Or maybe listen into the Big Bang. Everything's white-hot bright past a certain point when we try looking, and we can't see anything. But maybe, maybe we can learn something about that time from the very first gravity waves. That is, if Dom will let us. We're kind of running up against the edges of his simulation here, and it seems like he doesn't want us to look any further. But screw you, Dom. We keep figuring out a way to look anyway. <laughs>